When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Tar Heel Sports Network. Live from Top of the Hill, this is Mac Brown Live on the Tar Heel Sports Network. Tonight's show is presented by Hunt Brothers Pizza, the official pizza of Carolina Athletics. And by Wells Fargo, official retail bank sponsor of Carolina Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Tar Heels, Jones Angel. Welcome inside to Top of the Hill Restaurant. It is a Monday, September the 5th, Labor Day edition of Mac Brown Live. We're talking Carolina football for the next hour here in downtown Chapel Hill at Top of the Hill Restaurant. Of course, we've got a lot to talk about, don't we? A wild game this past Saturday in Boone. Carolina ends up outscoring App in the end, 63-61. Highest scoring game in Carolina football history. We'll talk about that, of course, with Coach. Uh, we'll preview another really tricky road trip coming up for the Tar Heels as they go down to Atlanta to face Georgia State this upcoming weekend. And, of course, we're going to answer your questions. We've got a bunch of questions uh, throughout the day, and you can still send some in during the show. You can tweet them right to me, at Jones Angel. Angel has two L's at the end, of course. Or you can send us an email, asktheheels at gmail.com. That uh, address, again, is asktheheels at gmail.com. 
com. And I've got an email, and Brown's got one in at the end. <laughs> That's so. right. M A C K. Coach, it was uh, it was a crazy game in in Boone on Saturday, and it, it almost felt like multiple games within a game. Appalachian led early, twenty-one to seven. Then you guys railed off thirty-four unanswered points at one point. And then in the fourth quarter, 62 combined points, 489 combined yards just in that quarter. Carolina comes home with a 63-61 win, a great win, but a, a wild win as well on Saturday afternoon. It, it was wild. They, they've got a new offensive coordinator, and they did a good job of changing things up because Appalachian State's run the same stuff for years. So they bring in a guy from outside, and he put in some wrinkles and kind of had us on our heels, and I was really proud uh, our defensive guys hung in there, and they, they adjusted and, and really played great from second to third quarter. About 10 minutes left to go in the second quarter to the, through the third quarter, and offensively, we just got hot. I mean, they scored seven out of nine times and um, did, a, did a great job of, of moving the ball and doing what we needed to do, 34 unanswered points. We scored 14 right before the half, five minutes before the half, scored seven to start the second half. So we had a 21-point swing right at the halftime there that, that probably won the ball game. And then you, you're sitting there with a 20-point lead, and what we've got to do is grow up and learn how to finish. When we uh, said Gray intercepts the ball, and our guys all run over to the fans and celebrate. I think that's great, but it, it's not the way to win. you got to go back and get on the bench, celebrate with each other, and get ready for the next drive. Yeah. And, and we're not used to being ahead. Uh, we got <laughs> we got to learn how to do that, and, and that's important for us to do. And then we come back and, and – we kick a field goal there instead of get seven points after the turnover. And then the next drive, Drake fumbles. Right. So we've given them hope. And they had no hope. They, they had cramps. They were, they were laying there. They were down. Um, th- things weren't good for them at all. And we're getting ready to have a blowout. And instead of finishing it like we should have, we let them get back in the game, let the crowd get back in the game, and let them get excited. And then even uh, after uh, – they score after the fumble. We score in three plays. The defense has to go right back out there. And then I thought both defenses gave out in the fourth quarter. Uh, that, that's what happened. Were, the offenses are so good, and they were running up and down the field, and it was hot for Boone for sure. And, um, and both teams were missing tackles, and both teams giving up big plays, and, and it just became an absolute fiasco. And then we'd win the game, and we'd screw it up. And then we'd win the game, and we'd screw it up. And then we had another way to win the game, and we'd screw it up. And we kept screwing it up. And um, I do think, and, and it's always amazing for a coach, the objective is to win for all of us. And I appreciate all of you who don't come up and say, that was great, but the defense. We won the game. And that's the only objective. And, and if you are, thank you. Thank you. Sally and I have talked about it many times. If, you, if you're a negative person, you don't like your wife, you don't like your last meal, and you don't like your last movie, you're going to find something wrong with a college football game, and you're going to be miserable. We beat Miami last year, beat them three times in a row, and people are coming up and saying, I didn't like that defense at the end. I said, we'll get another team because we won the game. We beat Miami three times in a row. Don't be miserable. That's just it. You, you, the objective is to win. We were an underdog in the game. If we hadn't got up by 20, you'd have been so damn happy to win. It wouldn't even have been close. So um, so I'm proud of these kids. I'm not sure last year's team would have won because we lost those games. We, we lost at State when we got in trouble. We lost at Pitt when we had a chance to win. This group won it, won it, lost it, won it, uh, stopped two two-point plays, made a two-point play. Um, 
I was so shocked. We, we were so concerned about onside kicks after the NC State onside kick. We have worked so much on onside kicks. We didn't tell him to get down. I didn't think he was going to score. So, and then we were screaming at him when he was running to the goal line, get out, man, and, and, and he didn't hear us. So how can you screw that up? And then we've got a freshman who didn't play any, who never speaks, that runs out and taunts a guy laying on the field. I've never heard him speak. I, I told him today, where'd that come from? You got no emotion and you're taunting a guy on the field that's hurt. How, how classless is that? It's just stupid. So we, we just had to do some things that you, you just, I've never seen before, man. I mean, it, it was like, really? I, I was kind of like, come on, God, I've had enough, man. This is, this is good. It's just crazy out here. So, um, and, and then we don't cover the kickoff. It gets it to 45 and we stand there and watch them complete two passes and then have to go back. And Noah Taylor and, uh, Cayman Rucker made a great play on, on the last two point play. Uh, Coach Chiswick and the guys called that play. They thought that's what they were going to run because that's a go-to for them with a big quarterback. Uh, but it's one-on-one with Noah Taylor, and he hangs on until Cayman Rucker runs from across the, the other side of the line of scrimmage to make the play. And what a great play for those two to, to win the game. And uh, Drake May's playing at a really, really high level. Um, how are you, ladies? <laughs> great to see you both. Do I get a, hand, do I get a high five? Can I? <laughs> No, just a, that's good. That's good. That, that's your defensive girl. I can tell that. A, um, Drake Mays, the offensive player of the game. But what about Kobe Paysauer coming in for Josh Downs and doing what he did? It, it was just unbelievable, the performance that he had. And, and just think, we're without our starting tailback. We're without our starting receiver with Antoine Green. And we're without our best offensive player, Josh uh, Downs, and scored 63 points. That's pretty good with a freshman quarterback for his first time on the road. So those are things that, that we take for granted sometimes. But uh, defensively, Des Evans was the player of the game. He played, he played lights out. He was all over the field. And sometimes you don't notice it when the score gets like that. But that's, that's why we have the, the video and we watch it so closely. And we watch it four or five times to make sure we see what we're doing. And then you have to give credit to, as we said, Noah Taylor and Cayman Rucker for making the, the big play at the end of the game. And uh, Noah Burnett had never kicked a field goal before, and he goes out there and kicks two right down the middle to help us win the game, too. So he was the special teams player of the game. You got a question for me? I'm sorry? While Coach takes a question here from uh, next to the table, (laughs) I don't don't even really feel like I need to be here for the show, honestly, uh, tonight. I tell you what, why don't we take a break? We're going to get our arms around the situation, and uh, we'll come back. We'll start uh, <laughs> talking a little bit more about this win over Appalachian State. She asked me if I was a president, and I said no. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that covered up. We're clear. We're good. Um, okay, Coach, real fast, before we do take this break, uh, you reference teachable moments with your team. Uh and especially after you win, I have to imagine you're able to to better present those teachable moments to your guys. Yes, you you uh, there, there's a couple of things you you have to think about in in our lives. We try to uh, we try to prevent bad things from happening in our families in our lives. They happen. So the most important thing is how do we respond? We can't fit, we can't keep them from happening, or we would. But how do we respond? That's no different than football. Football's a reflection of life, and, 
And what we do is we take the four straight stops with our defense. We take the plays that they made and show them that that's what we want. That's good. And then we take the plays that were bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, four of the, the drives were extended in the fourth quarter because of penalties with third and long and fourth and long. Game should have been over four times. And, and uh, we kept making penalties. So uh, those are easy things to fix. We, we, can, we can show them. Don't, don't listen to all the, we gave up 40 points and this is bad and we missed tackles. Let's figure out how to fix it instead of bitch about it. And, and that's the biggest thing that we do, and we take it and fix it. So we had a long discussion with the defense yesterday, and Coach Chiswick said, okay, I made a bad call here. Um, we, we, I can fix that, and here's how we'll fix it, and here's what we'll do. And then he said, that we have a, a thing called Accountable Sunday. And each player, you go through every play. We're in perfect shape here. Safety, you miss the tackle. You make that tackle, that's a four-yard gain instead of a 25-yard gain. You got to make the tackle, man. We work on it every day, and, and that's it. Linebacker, you went under the block and it squirted for 25 yards. If you get outside and it cuts back, it's a two-yard gain. So we go back and look at every little play and show them what should have happened to fix these things instead of gripe about it not happening. Mm-hmm. And and that's what we do offensively. We we had three sacks. We can't afford three sacks. Uh, we had a fumble. We, can't, we had two fumbles. We just lost one of them. We can't afford to turn the ball over, especially on the road. They rushed the ball well. We didn't. We had 214 yards rushing, but if you don't outrush them, you didn't rush it well enough. So there's a lot of things we can fix on offense that needed to be fixed. Um, and then special teams, we weren't near as good. We, uh, we didn't cover a kickoff that killed us. We had two poor punts that were short, and they, they returned them for field position. Um, so those are things that we can't have. That we and, and that's what you do on Accountable Sunday. You go back through everything, you show them what we did well, and then you said, okay, here, let's, let's learn to self-evaluate and take criticism. This is what we have to do to do better. All right, we're going to take a break, come back. We're going to take a deep breath, and we're going to keep going. Talk a little bit more about this App State game, plus we got some questions to get to as well. It's Mac Brown live from Learfield. Let's jump into Pepper's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Pepper play sets. Pepper Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Everyone has an idea of their perfect engagement ring. You'll know it when you see it, but you have to see it. Allura Bridal from Reed's Jewelers. Eight stunning collections with over 300 styles. Yellow, rose, or white gold. Two-tone, stacks, pave, solitaires, wraps, guards. Your perfect ring exists. All you have to do is come and see it. It's your style and your choice with Allura Bridal. Only at Reed's Jewelers and Reed's.com. When the leaves start rustling, the pumpkins start plumping, and the scarecrows start crowing, you heed the call of fall because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So take your pick of pumpkin with delicious muffins, munchkins, and donuts and pair them with a classic pumpkin spice signature latte or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also, you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. 
Every day in the U.S., more than nine people are killed and 1,000 injured in crashes involving a distracted driver. You can't control other motorists, but you can control how you operate your vehicle. Avoid distractions while driving, like texting or checking social media. You can't drive safely unless driving has your full attention. Any non-driving activity you engage in increases your risk of crashing. Brought to you by Trusted Choice Independent Insurance Agents of North Carolina. Learn more at trustedchoice.com slash heels. Honda, every summer adventure is the destination. Take your adventures even farther with Honda, America's most fuel-efficient full-line automaker. This summer, get a new 2022 Honda Accord, Civic, or 2023 HRV. New vehicles arriving daily. See your Honda dealer of the Carolinas today. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic SI based on EPA estimate of MY20 full-line automaker fleet-wide fuel economy 2021 EPA automotive trench report. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. You're tuned in to Mac Brown Live. For more of tonight's show, let's go back to Top of the Hill with your host, Jones Angel. We are indeed at Top of the Hill Restaurant in downtown Chapel Hill for a Labor Day edition of Mac Brown Live. Thanks so much for being here. The show brought to you in part by Lenovo, which is a global technology leader that has called North Carolina home since 2005. You can visit their website, Lenovo.com. That's L-E-N-O-V-O.com. Lenovo, smarter technology for all. Coach, you talked a lot about before this trip to Boone uh, that your team had struggled some away from Keenan Stadium here as of late. In fact, the last seven games, five true road games, two neutral site games, Tariel's unable to get those victories. So to go into a difficult environment, which was – said by the folks at Appalachian State, the biggest event uh, that they have ever had football-wise in Boone, for your guys to come through with an important victory felt like a really big step for your team. It really was. The, the Appalachian State's been 42-7 and seven since they joined FBS at home. It's the sixth winningest home record in college football. So that's very impressive, and people forget again, we were an underdog going in, and we didn't have our best player. Um, so for, for these guys to, to get ahead like they did, and now we can learn how to play when you're ahead and keep your foot on the gas and, and, and not slow down and not take a deep breath. Uh, there, there's so many things we can learn from this game, uh, and, and that's why I was so impressed that they hung in there and won because uh, most people couldn't have done that after it flipped and the momentum changed. And uh, they just kept fighting and kept competing, and I love this team. Uh, I love the way they – if they mess up, they're doing it full speed. And as long as they keep doing it full speed, we've got a chance to help them get better. And and that's what I like so much about them. It was, without any doubt, the biggest game in the history of Appalachian State in any sport. Mm -hmm. And it was celebrated as that. It's a harder ticket to get than Notre Dame. Uh, and we had great fan support there. I was so proud. When they put in the 10,000 seats at the end, those were ours, man. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was worried about noise in the end zone. It was our fans, not theirs. And now we, we go to Georgia State this week. We're the only Power 5 team to ever play at Georgia State. Nobody has ever played there before this Power 5. So we will once again, for another week, be 
the biggest game in Georgia State history in in their stadium. So uh, it's an easy. We've put these kids in a, in a very tough situation to start the season, and I've told them, good for us. That you, You've got all the odds against you. You're, you're going into places that they hate you. We haven't been good on the road. Uh, this will be perfect for us to have to overcome all of this and, and get ready for Notre Dame in the conference season when we get back. So we divide the season up, first three games, nothing else. we got to be 3-0, and 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 that's our objective for this weekend. Come home 3-0, and man, and, and we're, we're where we wanted to be Right. with our team and our record after three weeks, then a week off, and then you restart. And, and you, you've got to get much better than we are, but offense has never been any better. They're running up down the field and having yeah. fun. And, and I said, offense has got to hang on till defense and special teams can catch up and help us win. So offense cannot get complacent because they're doing so well and go out there and feel too good about themselves and not play well. Because right now we need them to win, and they've got to score some points. Also worth noting, just since Coach did talk about the fact Carolina has a week off after this Georgia State game, we do not have a show next week with Carolina having a bye week, so we're back in two weeks for the next edition with Coach, so just keep that in mind that we are not here next week. We'll be back in two weeks with our uh, next uh, edition of the show. Well, and thanks for a full house tonight on, yeah, a, on a holiday. Yeah. This is really cool. This is great. Um, you mentioned Drake May a little bit earlier, Coach. 24-36 in this game, 352 yards, four touchdowns. He now has nine touchdown passes and no interceptions through the first two games. And the stats are certainly impressive. It seems like it's even more impressive that he's not impressed. It, just the way that he's going about it has it seems a little bit more mature than his age. I think the way he was raised by Mark and Amy, his mom and dad, and, and Mark was the leading passer in, in um, ACC when he played here for us and was a great player, was actually a graduate assistant for me when I first got here. Uh, the fact his brother won a national championship in baseball at Florida, his other brother was a great player for us here at, at Carolina in basketball. He's been the little brother, and he's been beaten up his whole life, and he's had to compete and hang in there, and uh, he's harder on himself than anybody. And if you talk to Drake after a game, he doesn't talk about the four or five touchdown passes. He talks about the three he missed. Or, man, I, I could have uh, gotten a more. I should have gotten that ball off in time. And he's, he's, he's very self-aware, but he's very critical of himself. And, and I think that's what makes him so good and so competitive. Uh, he makes such a great play when they bring more than we can block. Mm. And with his 6'5 height, he sits in there with a guy coming right at his chest, and he knows he's going to get hit, and he throws the ball over the top of the defensive line and the linebacker that's blitzing to D.J. Jones for a touchdown. And that keeps people from blitzing as much because not many people can see that. Not many people can get that ball off. And very few people would be tough enough to sit there knowing you're going to get killed and throw that ball to make sure it's accurate for a touchdown and might have been the defining play of the game. And he can run. You know, it's the other thing. Now, uh, he's been told, get down, man, and quit <laughs> no flipping. Flips, yeah. No more flips. <laughs> flips are out. Uh, but he, he only should take a hit if it's to win the game. To make a key first down, he shouldn't be getting hit, and and that's what he's he's got to learn to do. He did. Sam didn't help him much because Sam got hit too many times too. But he's got to help us and and make sure that he takes care of himself. Speaking of Sam, great to see him uh, on your sideline for this game, cheering on the Tar Heels. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, Sam texted me and said, "I'm going to be on the sidelines." And uh, one of the fun moments was when Drake ran it in, scored, either chest bumped or hugged or or something with Sam in the end zone and. Uh, really cool. Sam's a great young man, and he's he wants us to win and, and came back and said, we didn't get it done here in 2019, so I want this team to get it done 
uh, up in Boone. So he, he came back to make sure we did that. Tariels did indeed get it done, 63-61, the final score. Again, the highest scoring game in Carolina football history. We have some questions about that game and a lot more. We're going to start getting to those questions from you for Coach when we return to Top of the Hill Restaurant in downtown Chapel Hill. It is Mac Brown Live from Learfield. Hey, all you Carolina fans. Nationwide agents are just like you. They support the Tar Heels, too. They are also proud to live across the triangle, where they help families like yours with auto, home, business, farm, life, and retirement. Don't drop the ball. Get the professional coaching you need to win at life. Give the Seagroves Agency a call at 919-942-8733. And go Tar Heels. Nationwide is on your side. Hey, Tar Heel fans, when the fall weather arrives and the football's kicked off, there's never been a better time to replace your drafty, rotting windows and doors. For the next three weeks, Renewal by Anderson is offering fans a very special offer. Buy two windows, get the next two 60% off. Get ready to save up to 35% on your energy bill with Renewal by Anderson windows. Call today to get the Tar Heel special. Call 919-756-3398. Go Heels! Beat Georgia State. Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time. Bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go. It's bow time. Together, let's celebrate the big occasions and the little moments, the firsts and forevers. Let's celebrate others and celebrate ourselves because every milestone matters and we promise to be with you for every one of them. Shop Reed's Jewelers and Reed's.com to find the perfect gift to celebrate your life's moments. Reed's Jewelers, trusted with life's moments. They're not just the Tar Heels, they're your Tar Heels. Customize your Wells Fargo debit card or open an account today and show your Carolina pride with every purchase. Get started at wellsfargo.com backslash customize. Wells Fargo is proud to be the official bank of Carolina Athletics. Copyright 2022. Wells Fargo Bank NA, member FDIC. The Rams Club is giving away the ultimate Carolina football experience for a diehard Tar Heel fan this season. You could win premium tickets for the Georgia Tech game on November 19th, a two-night stay at the Graduate Hotel in downtown Chapel Hill, a Carolina football behind-the-scenes tour, and more. Visit ramsclub.com enter to learn more and enter for your chance to win the ultimate Carolina football experience. Back inside Top of the Hill Restaurant in downtown Chapel Hill, Labor Day edition of Mac Brown Live. And a reminder that for 25, more than 25 years now, Top of the Hill Restaurant and Brewery has been a pre- and post-game tradition in Chapel Hill. Handcrafted beer, great food, great atmosphere. It is where Tar Heels come to celebrate. 
Coach, let's get to some questions. We got a bunch this week. Let's get to some good ones, and we'll start with Paul Cooper. Paul sent this one in. Paul said he lives in Mevin, big Tar Heel family there. And Paul says every now and then he'll see you, Coach, on television on the sideline writing on a small notepad during the game. He was just curious what kind of things are, are you keeping notes for on that notepad. I'm writing notes to friends, <laughs> just uh, asking the officials how their families are doing. <laughs> Making a playlist of music for yep. my iPhone. That's right. uh, for the ride home. Yeah, sure. for the ride home. No, it, it's uh, I, I take critical moments during the game that I need to talk to the, the staff about at halftime mm. and in the third quarter and talk to the players about. So if there's too many penalties, if we're not doing well on third downs, if we're behind on first down, uh, all of those things I've got to have. I, I do it on my phone, actually, at practice, and I thought you all be mad if I had my phone out there texting <laughs> during the game. Uh, so I actually write it, and I've done that for years, and, and it, it just gives me reminders of, of key things that we are doing well that we need to continue or things that we need to fix. Hmm. And, and we have a, um, a brief meeting when we come off the field at halftime where we all sit there and I say, defense, here's what I see. And here's what we need to get fixed. And here's how I think we should fix it. Offense, here's what we got. Special teams, here's what we've got. And I, I just go through my notes. And as I'm walking off the field, I usually check the, the key things that I need to talk about because you've got very little time to get things fixed. And they're all either too happy or too mad. And I got to settle them down and get them settled. And then I've got to think about what I say to the team as you go back out on the field. And there needs to be a theme from those notes to the team about what we're doing well, what we've got to fix, and what we're going to do to start the second half. Coach Dennis uh, Goss sent this one in. Dennis said he's seen some of the footage, I think a lot of people have, of how much fun everybody was having in the locker room for the postgame celebration. Wanted to know uh, the, how this game or why this game was worthy of you uh, breaking back out the dance moves for this one. You know, people love to watch old people make fools of themselves. <laughs> so that, that's, that's just what it is. They said, really? Look at him, man. That is crazy. Um, I told the, the guys, said I didn't dance last year, and we stunk. So they wanted me to bring it back out. And I said, I don't think it's going to make a difference, but if making a fool of myself helps you have fun after the games, I got it. I, I've got that. And when your, your wife, Sally, tells you after the first time I danced, that's the most embarrassing thing I have ever seen in my life. You know it's not good because she's going to be honest with you and cut through it. So uh, the, I, I told them after Florida and m that's not worthy. You go to Boone and you win. Where you're an underdog, I'll dance. And and they did. They didn't do it in a conventional way, uh, but they did it. And then after we got through, some of them were disappointed. And, but I said, no, uh, one of the commitments I made to, to myself is I was going to enjoy winning. It's about winning. It's not about stats. It's not about who played well. It's not about who, who didn't play well. It's not about the stupid call the offense made or they should have done this on defense. It's about winning. And that's it. It's 100% about winning. So, and, and how lucky are we if you can win and screw everything up? That's pretty cool, man. you got a lot of things you can fix and you still want. So, after the, the game, I could tell some of them were embarrassed, some of them were down, and, and I'm sitting there, and Power Eccles said he would help me. And I didn't know I was doing um, Antonio Brown's dance. Um, and he did tweet that after it was over. So I, that's a different story. Um, so, so I said, Power, come here, help me, man. Let's get started. And I'm exhausted. That's the longest game I've ever seen in my life. And we won it and lost it 15 times in the fourth quarter. So I said, okay, Power, let's go, man. And then we got going and they had fun. And I didn't realize that Mr. Jeremy Sharp, our director of communications back there, was videoing it for ESPN. 
um, because I'm going to fire him. Um, so I'm glad he enjoyed it. So that, that's it. But, uh, Dennis, the, the whole thing is I'm responsible for a lot of things, like we talked about last week, but I'm, Sally and I are responsible for these kids. We're their mentors, and we need to let them have some fun. And, and we're in a time where mental health is tougher than it's ever been on everybody. And, and we're seeing so many people that are struggling in life. So we need to take a moment when you win on the road and you win in a very tough environment and you come back and, and fight to win, you should appreciate that and enjoy it. I knew a lot of people would question them, and, and everybody talks about the negative. I wanted them to have fun, and, and that was the moment that I wanted them to appreciate what they'd accomplished and enjoy the moment. I think you. I think it was in the post-game press conference. You referenced a game at Texas or a moment at Texas where you guys had won a similar game, a high-scoring game, and, and you said that you were angry after that game. And then coming back to coach, and you said you never wanted that to happen again. When, when did you become aware of, of kind of that situation? Yeah, I've, I've been miserable in coaching my whole life because nothing's ever been good enough. Whatever you do, got to be better. We're, we're not, that's not good enough. You know what? Winning is good enough. And then you can fix all the stuff. But we beat Baylor 58-54, to and I walked off the field mad at our defense. What about their defense? They were worse than ours. <laughs> so, um, and we won the game. So I'm, I'm into winning, man. If, if, we, if we win this week 67-63, to I'm going to be pumped, <laughs> and we'll still be working on defense. But I, I am into winning. We, we need to be 3-0, and and the rest of it, after Sunday night, the rest of it doesn't matter. We can all bitch and moan Sunday, and then we can do a little quarterbacking, uh, Monday morning quarterback, and we can get some opinions of what we did wrong and all that kind of stuff, and, and then we move on. I, I was watching some when I got home. Sally recorded uh, LSU Florida State for me. So I was watching some of that really late, and I thought if LSU had scored and won the game, we would have been griping at Mike Norvell for pitching it on the goal line. We'd have been griping for no defense. They let him go 99 yards. But since they blocked the extra point, now we're griping at Brian Kelly. Him on him fired, and Mike Norvell had the best game ever. It's just unbelievable what a few plays can do to change a coach's life. All right, let's take a timeout, come back. A lot more questions to get to with Coach as we move into the second half of the show. It's Mac Brown live from Learfield. Everyone has an idea of their perfect engagement ring. You'll know it when you see it, but you have to see it. Allura Bridal from Reed's Jewelers. Eight stunning collections with over 300 styles. Yellow, rose, or white gold. Two-tone, stacks. Pavay, solitaires, wraps, guards. Your perfect ring exists. All you have to do is come and see it. It's your style and your choice with Allura Bridal. Only at Reed's Jewelers and Reed's.com. They're not just the Tar Heels, they're your Tar Heels. Customize your Wells Fargo debit card or open an account today and show your Carolina pride with every purchase. Get started at wellsfargo.com backslash customize. Wells Fargo is proud to be the official bank of Carolina Athletics. Copyright 2022. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. When the leaves start rustling, the pumpkins start plumping, and the scarecrows start crowing, you heed the call of fall because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So take your pick of pumpkin with delicious muffins, munchkins, and donuts and pair them with a classic pumpkin spice signature latte or the ultra-smooth pumpkin cream cold brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also, you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. 
With Honda, every summer adventure is the destination. Take your adventures even farther with Honda, America's most fuel-efficient full-line automaker. This summer, get a new 2022 Honda Pilot, CRV, Passport, or Ridgeline. New vehicles arriving daily. See your Honda dealer of the Carolinas today. See dealer for financing details based on EPA estimate of MY20 full-line automaker fleet-wide fuel economy 2021 EPA Automotive Trends Report. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Mac Brown Live continues on the Tar Heel Sports Network. Once again, here's Jones Angel. Thanks for being here. No matter how you are with us today, if you're here in person, as Coach mentioned, terrific crowd, especially for a holiday. Thanks so much for being here with us at the top of the hill, listening out there on the Tar Heel Sports Network. Maybe you're listening on an app or a website. Maybe you're listening as a podcast. Maybe you're watching. Maybe you're right here with us. Uh, thanks to Facebook Live. No matter how you are with us tonight, we appreciate it. Still have about 30 minutes here left, a little less than 30 minutes left on the show. Want to just quickly get you updated on some other sports around Chapel Hill. It was a busy weekend for Carolina, in addition to football getting that big win. Field hockey, number two in the nation. They are now 4-0, and defeated Princeton 4-3, to defeated Penn 4 nothing. Six of the next seven games for field hockey on the road. That includes long trip this weekend. They're going to be at Cal and at Stanford this upcoming weekend. Volleyball, a couple great wins, beat South Carolina 3 to nothing, and Arizona 3-2. to That was this weekend in Chapel Hill. They're on the road tomorrow night at Charlotte. Men's golf ranked number one in the nation by Golf Digest. They just finished today in third place, really highly competitive, fighting Irish Classic in South Bend. They finished 19 under. That included a second-round score of 266, the second-lowest team score in school history for the Tar Heels. Uh, David Ford finished second individually in that event. He lost on the fourth playoff hole, so he was tied uh, for best through regulation, lost on the fourth playoff hole. Women's soccer, they split their last two games, beat Missouri on the road 3-1, then very controversial game against UCLA on Sunday. Tar Heels had what appeared to be a goal that was not counted. Then UCLA, which won 2-1, to one, the game-winning goal. A lot of people thought there should have been a uh, penalty earlier in the play that was not called. Tariel's on the road Thursday at Duke, 8 o'clock. And one more cross-country. Both the men and women won in the Charlotte opener. That was on Friday. The guys and the women beat Charlotte, Georgia, and William & Mary in that event. So congratulations to all those Tariel teams having great seasons thus far as well. All right, let's get to some more questions. For Coach, let's start with this one came from Mike Alpert. Coach, Mike is up in Bethesda, Maryland, and wanted to know how you divvy up which coaches and coordinators are on the sideline versus who is in the press box. Is that a discussion you guys have together? Is that a personal preference for each individual coach? Just how all that works out? Well, it's uh, something that we discuss as a staff, Mike, and it, it's uh, we just want to see what's best. Gene Chizik feels like he can see better upstairs. Phil Longo wants to be with his quarterback on the sideline. And then you go uh, appropriately from there. Uh, John Lilly's been around a long time. 
So as our tight end coach, he's upstairs hmm. and, and involved in, in watching. And some of the other guys want to be around their guys. And then you've got to think about who signals the plays in. You have three different guys signaling plays in. And a lot of people are st- stealing plays now, hmm. st- stealing signals. And it's really a problem. And I have proposed, and I hope we go to it, that they should have the same speaker set in the helmets for linebackers and quarterbacks like they do in the NFL because it's, it's really wrong for people to spend all this time stealing signals. Just get it so you can talk to the quarterback and tell him what you want, and he can tell other other people because there's a lot more stealing of signals out there than people would ever ever even imagine. Melody, who's here with us tonight there in the back of the room, she had a couple different questions. Um, one, she was wondering, Coach, if you could talk about the chemistry that Drake May and Kobe Paceauer have together, you, or Paceauer, excuse me, have together. You mentioned uh, Kobe earlier in the show. And then she said also she has some friends from Alabama here uh, tonight. She wanted to know if you could tell the story of how you were able to get Drake May to flip from Alabama uh, to the Tar Heels uh, to be your quarterback. Yeah, well, Melody, number one, I wouldn't have friends from Alabama. That, that's really uh, I mean, come on, man. Get that. Oh, okay. All right. It's the other side. I, I got that. Uh, number one, um, Kobe Pesor has, has worked really, really hard for uh, all spring uh, last fall, and he and Drake throw all the time together. And and we should have played him more in the opening game. It's hard to get Josh out because he wants to play so much. He's like Daz Newsom was. We didn't play Josh as much because Daz wanted to play. And Kobe only played 15 plays in the Florida A&M game. And we should have played him more. And, and But Josh was hurt some during preseason practice, so Kobe got every snap. And he, he really did a good job. So we, we knew that we wouldn't be as explosive without Josh because he's great and he's fast and he's our best player. Uh, but we also, because he has been hurt some, had to work on getting the ball to other, other people. We're throwing more to the tight ends and we're, we're spreading the ball around. So we, we were not surprised that he did well. And, and we were excited and, and the coaches are so excited. He is a great product of patience at a time where the transfer portal is telling kids not to be patient. He could have left last year because we redshirted him. He played in four games, and he could have gotten mad. Instead, he, he stays, he competes, and now he's starting and winning games for us, and, and that's really important. Um, I was actually playing golf in the spring up in uh, Linville, North Carolina, about 17 miles from Boone, and thank goodness now we don't have to sell our house. Um, <laughs> we, we were two points away from selling the house, so it was a... It was a, an issue, uh, and I haven't heard from any of my Boone friends, so they got quiet. Uh, so that was good because I heard a lot from them last week. Um, and, and I was on the golf course, and, and Drake calls, and, and I've, I've known Mark and Amy and the Drake family forever. And, and he says, hey, Coach, how are you doing? I thought, great, he's going to commit. And he says, Coach, I, 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 man, I'm, I'm going to Alabama. And I said, what? You can't go to Alabama. And it ruined my golf. Um, <laughs> And and I, I said we're gonna keep recruiting you, man. We're 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 not giving up because you should be at North Carolina. You're you're from Charlotte. Your your whole family is, it's like the Manning family here. So you need to be at the University of North Carolina. And and then we just continued to recruit him. And Sam did such a great job, and he got better. And um, so Drake realized that this is where he should be. And and uh, like Sam, he grew up expecting to be the quarterback at North Carolina. And I've always said you want to go to school where, if, if possible, the, in the area you, you grow up, where you want to live when you get through, because that's the name you make and that's the mark you make. And and all of us have a place and a purpose, and, and I do feel like that he's at the right place. 
Coach, one more before we take a uh, commercial timeout. This one comes from Rodney, and Rodney asked, what aspect of the team are you most looking forward to watching develop as this year goes along? Is there something that you kind of see that you think is going to be really good but maybe isn't quite there yet? Yeah, the, the two the two phases, and I, I thought about this a lot in my five years in TV. You, you, to be a championship team, you've got to play great defense, and we haven't done that since we've been here. We've had some great defensive games, but we haven't played great defense. And our teams in, in the early 90s when we got better with, with Rick Steinbacher sitting over here, our teams in the, the late 90s had great defenses. 97, we were the number one defense in the country, and we gave up 9.7 points a game and 210 yards a game. And, and nobody moved the ball. Even Florida State, when they were, had the great team, didn't move the ball against that defense. Um, so we gotta get, we got to get a great defense. And I don't know what's missing yet. We've got to figure it out. Uh, but we've got to do that. The other thing that separates you, because everybody's got good players. I, I just watched uh, South Carolina and Georgia State all day. That was 14-12 with eight minutes left to go in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia State ahead. And South Carolina had to block two punts. And Georgia State ended up, uh, they had 206 yards rushing, 209 yards rushing, and South Carolina had 109. So we're going right back into another huge fight that nobody's going to think about right. because there won't be as much publicity for it till till next week. But you have to play great defense, and you've got to score points, so everybody's got to have a quarterback. But you you can separate with special teams, and we, we haven't been able to do that since we've been here. And th- those are the two disappointing things that we need to fix. We've scored a lot of points. We, we've all been concerned about scoring touchdowns in the red zone. We've now scored eight touchdowns out of eight trips in the red zone. So yeah. that's better. We, we, we've we fixed that. Uh, so we got to keep we got to keep doing it. But uh, red zone offense, we have not fixed red zone defense. They've scored five out of six trips. They've scored touchdowns to the red zone. So and and App State was three out of three on Saturday. Uh, but that's the two things. You you've got to build a championship defense, and you got to get a great great special teams to separate from other people because everybody's about alike. There's probably five or six that have better players too deep than everybody else. All the rest of us are about alike, and, and you you've got to fight every week. And you got to figure out how to separate from the other teams. All right, we're going to separate ourselves into a commercial break. Come back, more to do with Coach when we return. It's Mac Brown Live from Learfield. Hey, all you Carolina fans. Nationwide agents are just like you. They support the Tar Heels, too. They are also proud to live across the triangle, where they help families like yours with auto, home, business, farm, life, and retirement. Don't drop the ball. Get the professional coaching you need to win at life. Give the Seagroves Agency a call at 919-942-8733. And go Tar Heels. Nationwide is on your side. Hey, Tar Heel fans, when the fall weather arrives and the football's kicked off, there's never been a better time to replace your drafty, rotting windows and doors. For the next three weeks, Renewal by Anderson is offering fans a very special offer. Buy two windows, get the next two 60% off. Get ready to save up to 35% on your energy bill with Renewal by Anderson Windows. Call today to get the Tar Heel special. Call 919-756-3398. Go Heels! Beat Georgia State. Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time. Bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. 
There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go. It's bow time. Together, let's celebrate the big occasions and the little moments, the firsts and forevers. Let's celebrate others and celebrate ourselves because every milestone matters and we promise to be with you for every one of them. Shop Reed's Jewelers and Reed's.com to find the perfect gift to celebrate your life's moments. Reed's Jewelers, trusted with life's moments. They're not just the Tar Heels, they're your Tar Heels. Customize your Wells Fargo debit card or open an account today and show your Carolina pride with every purchase. Get started at wellsfargo.com backslash customize. Wells Fargo is proud to be the official bank of Carolina Athletics. Copyright 2022. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. The Rams Club is giving away the ultimate Carolina football experience for a diehard Tar Heel fan this season. You could win premium tickets for the Georgia Tech game on November 19th, a two-night stay at the Graduate Hotel in downtown Chapel Hill, a Carolina football behind-the-scenes tour, and more. Visit ramsclub.com enter to learn more and enter for your chance to win the ultimate Carolina football experience. Back inside Top of the Hill Restaurant, downtown Chapel Hill. It is Mac Brown Live. Carolina coming up this weekend. We'll be in Atlanta to face Georgia State. That is a 12 o'clock kick. We'll be on the air at 11 a.m. radio-wise. We'll talk about the Panthers when we have our final segment here in a minute. Just one more reminder, no show next week since Carolina has a bye week next weekend. So no show next week. We'll be back in two weeks here at Top of the Hill. Coach received this question via social media from Joe. Uh, Joe says he knows that the hope was that Carolina would be able to get more pressure on the quarterback with just the front four. He was wondering what you think about that aspect of the game to this point. And if you, if it hasn't been where you want it, would you consider bringing extra rushers more often? Yeah, Joe, it's it's a great question. We we talked about it a lot today, and we're really disappointed that we haven't gotten more pressure on the quarterback. We thought we would. We we've got better pass rushers. Uh, both teams have really tried to block everybody and run more individual routes. Mm-hmm. When uh, App State ran the ball as well as they did, uh, then they they uh, were blocking us, and and then you go play action. It's really hard to get people there. And when you're not covering one-on-one, it's harder to blitz because you leave people one-on-one. So uh, it's an issue, and we got to address it, and we got to figure out what to do with it. And that's why the coaches are still over there right now <laughs> trying to figure out how to fix it. Uh, Coach, this one comes from Michael Gaskins. Michael asking, you mentioned Drake's ability to run a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, Michael asked if you were expecting to run Drake as much as you have this season, and what does his ability to run do to help your offense? Yeah, Michael, we want to score points, and we'd rather never run Drake, but uh, the quarterback is kind of an extra player. Nobody's responsible for him. And if they start having to put a spy on Drake, it, it opens up the other parts of the running game and you can get the ball to other people. Um, 
and and he is a really really good runner. Um, what we want him to do is do a better job of taking care of himself. And a lot of his runs are, are if we move the quarterback, which we're moving the quarterback now more, and he breaks contain, he's going to run. Mm-hmm. It, it may be a scramble where he's going to run. It may be a quarterback draw where he can see everything, and that helps the pass rush, and he can get up inside and get down. Uh, but his runs should not be runs where normally you would have a lot of hits because we're going to have him in space. And, and that's really important. The two-point play was a great call by Coach Longo because he had a, a run-pass option, and he came out, and, and they dropped off because our tight ends and receivers are playing so well, and Drake was easy to slip in the end zone untouched. So, um, uh, no, we don't want him to be a runner, but, yes, we want to win ball games, and if, if he's a, a factor and they're, they're trying to take away our running backs who are really good, then there may be more things for him, even on his own read, if you – pound a big running back up in there like we were doing with Caleb Hood on on Saturday and they're all closing on him Drake can run for 15 yards and if they keep a a guy out to spy on Drake then the inside running game's better so it it all works together Uh, but we we'd rather we didn't want to run Sam as much as we did last year but we got to do whatever we do to score enough points to win the game Talking about your running backs, Coach, we haven't really talked about them much tonight. Uh, of course, in the first game, Omari and Hampton had such a big day. Uh, this past game, it was Caleb Hood who had a couple of big plays, won the 71-yard run that set up a touchdown, had a key play early where he received a pass out of the backfield and uh, had a nice move to keep a drive going. And, and you said you have a lot of talented players right now at that position. We do, and, and we, we've uh, uh, Caleb uh, pulled up on, on the long run, so we've got to watch him this week. Uh, but we've got enough guys. Somebody's just got to step up every week, and it may be a different guy. Yeah. Omari unfumbled when he first went in the game. You can't fumble the ball. So we didn't play him as much this mm-hmm. week, and Caleb stepped up, and he had the hot hand. So we're, we're going to go with a hot hand at running back, and, and it may be a different one each week. George Petaway had another nice touchdown as well this past week, got to the edge, made a nice move, and uh, found his way to the end zone. Well, uh, and, and then D.J. Jones on the great catch yeah. with the, the hot route. A lot of guys would have dropped that. Sometimes the worst thing you can be is too wide open. So he, he was confident. He was patient. He took it and ran in the end zone. Again, might be the play of the game. Coach, I had a question from Walker, who's here in the restaurant tonight, asking about uh, your team's ability to handle the loss of Josh Downs in this game and what you think it says about your offense to be able to play that well, even though Josh was unable to go. Yeah, Walker, we've talked about be the next man up, and it, it's hard to do, and we're trying to play more players, but – uh, even Jacoby Criswell, as disappointed as it is that he didn't get the starting job, he's one play away. So you, be ready to play. And and that's what happens in life. you got to have patience, and, and you've got to wait your turn. You've got to earn the right, and then you got to be ready to play. And, and that's what uh, these guys have done. We, we said uh, when British got hurt, British was the first one. He, he's a senior. He's got another year, but he wants to coach. So we said, okay, let's take a negative, turn it into a positive he got my golf cart, and he coaches running backs. And he, he's, he's out there every day, and he's working hard. Antoine Green's been hurt a lot. He gets hurt. Uh, he was really down. We said, hey, come on, man. You're, you're going to be back in six to ten weeks. Be back the open date before Notre Dame and get yourself ready to go. Somebody step up. Somebody step up. That's what this game's about. And, and when you've got 120 players, it's our job when someone's hurt to have somebody else ready to go. And that's what we've talked to the guys about. And the transfer portal has changed everything in sports because you, you lose a lot of your backups when they don't get to play. They want to transfer where they can start. And you've, you've, it's harder to build up a, a roster with roster management now than ever before. So if you play other guys, then they're going to stay. 
So we've got, and it's hard to put them in when you're, you don't trust them yet or they're a little young, uh, but you have to. We're just going to have to start playing them and, and learn to win games with some younger guys out there. Um, the, the last touchdown pass, Will Hardy was the guy trying to cover the guy down the seam, uh, and he's a freshman. He's been here a month. Uh, so that, that's just part of what college football is becoming. Last night's LSU game and with Florida State, uh, he's a transfer. He's a transfer. He's a transfer. He's a transfer. There, everybody was a transfer. I said, man, who, who'd you recruit? Uh, <laughs> some of them ought to be there. So, And just one more word on Josh Downs, by the way. Uh, Caroline announcing earlier today, Josh, day-to-day right now. He will be uh, continue to be evaluated as Carolina goes through this week leading up to the matchup with Georgia State. Certainly a game-time decision or in that area for Josh as far as his availability, uh, Coach, on Saturday. Well, and, and to add to Walker's question is, when you get a, a Josh, Josh Downs out and you know he's coming back and you get an Antoine Green out and you know they're coming back, get better with what you've got. And then when they come back, you're, you're much stronger than ever. You've got a lot more depth. And, and, and that's just the way you've got to look at injuries. All right, we're going to take our last break, come back, and we will focus in on this weekend's matchup with Georgia State. That's when we return to wrap things up on Mac Brown Live from Learfield. Everyone has an idea of their perfect engagement ring. You'll know it when you see it, but you have to see it. Allura Bridal from Reed's Jewelers. Eight stunning collections with over 300 styles. Yellow, rose, or white gold. Two-tone, stacks. Pavay, solitaires, wraps, guards. Your perfect ring exists. All you have to do is come and see it. It's your style and your choice with Allura Bridal. Only at Reed's Jewelers and Reed's.com. They're not just the Tar Heels, they're your Tar Heels. Customize your Wells Fargo debit card or open an account today and show your Carolina pride with every purchase. Get started at wellsfargo.com backslash customize. Wells Fargo is proud to be the official bank of Carolina Athletics. Copyright 2022. Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC. Honda, every summer adventure is the destination. Take your adventures even farther with Honda, America's most fuel-efficient full-line automaker. This summer, get a new 2022 Honda Accord, Civic, or 2023 HRV. New vehicles arriving daily. See your Honda dealer of the Carolinas today. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic SI based on EPA estimate of MY20 full-line automaker fleet-wide fuel economy 2021 EPA automotive trench report. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Texting while driving takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. That's like driving the length of a football field with your eyes closed. Research shows you are three times more likely to get into an accident when distracted by a cell phone. I'm joining Trusted Choice Independent Insurance Agents to urge you and your families to put down your phone. Every day in the U.S., more than nine people are killed and 1,000 injured in crashes involving a distracted driver. Let's have a hands-free NC. Brought to you by Trusted Choice Independent Insurance Agents of North Carolina. Learn more at trustedchoice.com slash heels. 
This is Mac Brown Live, your all-access pass inside Tar Heel football. Once again, here's Jones Angel. Thanks so much for being here with us. Gosh, we've had a fun time tonight and on a holiday. Appreciate everybody being here. Have just about two or three minutes here left on the show. Because we want to focus in on Georgia State, 12 o'clock on Saturday. Radio-wise, we'll be on the air at 11 a.m. And by the way, uh, Radio-wise this weekend, really excited. Brian Simmons, our normal analyst, is going to be with us, of course. But also joining us in the booth for this game and for the Notre Dame game is Jeff Saturday, a terrific uh, offensive lineman, of course, for the Tar Heels and in the NFL. You see Jeff all the time on ESPN, so we're excited to have Brian and Jeff, those two players, I don't even need to be there. Don't let them know that. But uh, with those two great players, uh, really looking forward to our coverage here these next couple of games. But uh, Coach Noon, Carolina, Georgia State, you referenced it, another really unique road challenge for your team coming up. Yes, and, and when we were here before, we would fill the other stands with our fans. And we've got a great fan base in, in Atlanta and in Georgia. So, uh, if you can get down there, get down there. We need support. I thought it was a huge difference on Saturday to help our guys hang in there and come back. And and uh, Sean Elliott's done a tremendous job at, at Georgia State. After we beat them last year and we, we had a good game against them, uh, they ended up being 8-3. and three. And he it's the best um, season in their school history. I go back to 2019. They beat Tennessee 38-30 to 30 in Knoxville. I go back to last year. They had Auburn beat yep. in the end, and Auburn flipped it right in the last at, at uh, last second at Auburn. And then again, just watching the South Carolina game for the last two days, they outplayed South Carolina in so many different ways. It, it's one of those that uh, uh, it was not fun watching it right after the <laughs> App State game to, to see that we've got another fight on our hands like that. And Sean Elliott came from Appalachian State. He played for Coach Moore. He's best friends with Sean Clark. So everything that Appalachian State got against us and did good against us, they're going to share with uh, with Georgia State. So it's going to be like playing the same team again. We're, they're going to run the ball. They run the inside zone, the outside zone. They've got a very athletic quarterback that runs, so he'll be different than the App State quarterback who was more of a thrower. They're really good on defense. They've got everybody back. And, again, they rushed the ball for 209 yards against South Carolina, and South Carolina rushed it for 102. And that's a South Carolina t- team that lined up and whipped us good. And, and the best I remember, I've tried to forget it, but the best I remember is in, in, in December. So uh, we got our hands full. we got to go play every week, and that's just the way it's going to be. We're, we're one of those teams that's about like the team we play every week, and uh, we gotta we got to coach them better, and we got to play harder, and we got to make a few plays to win games, and, and that's the fun thing of this challenge. Again, it is noon coming up on Saturday, as Coach referenced a little bit earlier in the show. Carolina is the first ever Power 5 team to make a trip to Georgia State. We're on the air radio-wise at 11 a.m. Coach, great to see you again. Thanks so much for your time. And, uh, again, a reminder, we'll see you again in two weeks here at Top of the Hill. Great to see you. Thank you, Jones. Thank you, fans, for going to Boone, and let's get to Atlanta. That's the head coach of the Tar Heels, Mac Brown. Thanks so much for being with us here at Top of the Hill Restaurant. It has been the latest edition of Mac Brown Live from Learfield. Mac Brown Live has been presented by Hunt Brothers Pizza, the official pizza of Carolina Athletics, and by Wells Fargo, official retail bank sponsor of Carolina Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Tar Heel Sports Network.